Chris Holtman has put a phenomenal basketball roster together, and the boys that are hoop in Columbus did a phenomenal job of doing just that as they smack Charleston Southern 82-56. to We do postcast after football games, and we're doing the first postcast after a Buckeye basketball game tonight. As the Buckeyes win, we'll have a fun time recapping what we witnessed on the basketball court. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Them boys were hooping in Columbus, and it was a lot of fun to watch. Welcome in to this Locked On Buckeyes postcast after a basketball game. Another Buckeyes win. The Buckeyes won this contest 82-56 over Charleston Southern. I am your host, Jay Stevens. You can follow me on Twitter at jstevens 7 You can check this out on either YouTube at Locked on Buckeyes on YouTube, or you're checking it out via the audio version of the podcast on the Odyssey app, you, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your fine podcast. Wherever you are, leave a comment, subscribe, so you get updated and alerted every time a new show goes live. We're going to do postcast not only after football games, but also after basketball games as well. And this one was fun to watch from the start, but also all the way through. The postcasts are simple. Three quick thoughts that I have while watching the game as we instantly react to what we watched. Zed Key. I can't go any further without discussing Zed Key, without discussing what he did, and without saying he has been putting in that work in the offseason, Zed Key is a player people have been critical of. People have said, hey, you could be better. Hey, we know what your skill set is. Your ceiling is not as high as others. But Zed Key consistently continues to put in that work. The Buckeyes are 2-0 on the season. The first game was, was earlier in the week. Was behind the paywall. Many of us did not watch it. But Zedke, who has a green light from downtown, hit two threes in the first half of that game. And if this was Zedke then, I was wondering, will we see that Zedke tonight? No, we saw Zedke be dominant on the block, getting rebounds, offensive rebounds, putting them back up. He scored the first six points for the Buckeyes. And it was clear the Buckeyes wanted to try to score points in the paint and do that at a high level. And it was clear that key would be someone who could allow the Buckeyes to do just that points in the paint. When the Buckeyes scored 82 points over half of them came inside the, the painted area. The Buckeyes had 50 points in the paint in this game, shooting 52% from the field, 31 of 60 from the field, 27% from downtown. And I'm going to touch on that later on in the show, because that's one thing that I loved that I didn't see that I saw too much of last year. Shooting downtown when you're not a three-point shooting team. No, this team realizes their bread and butter might be inside that painted area on the courts, and they need to get there, and they found ways to get there a lot. But Zed Key, strong base. We know that already. Strong base, about 6'8", 250. He's been working on his nutrition and his health, being in better condition to last throughout the duration of a long college basketball season. And Zed Key. Charleston Southern had no answer. He finished the game with 17 points, 13 rebounds, only missed two of his 10 field goals during this game. Zed Key was doing it all, man. In the paint, rebounding, dishing, cutting in. He was even doing some pick and rolls as well. You want that from your big man. Everybody knows, even during the broadcast, they mentioned it. Ohio State on 
Ohio State on defense, there is a little bit of a liability as they are not able to rotate and uh, rotate and guard one through five. Zedke is not guarding a point guard. Last year, you could rotate and switch Kyle Young onto a point guard occasionally. But Zedke, even on defense, was doing a good job of controlling things in the paint. The Buckeyes, one of their biggest complaints I've had about them is they have not gotten out of the first weekend of the tournament under Chris Holtman. One good way to do that is to have an elite guard. But if you control things in the paint, if you consistently score in the paint in this way, you could do that as well. Zed Key, let me give you a hand clap, man. I know we don't hand out game balls after games, but if there was a game ball for this performance for tonight on a Thursday evening, it goes to Zed Key because he was pivotal. He was phenomenal. He was somebody Chris Holtman believes will have a big season during the college basketball 2022-2023 season. Zed Key was big, but what else did I like from the Buckeyes? We'll discuss that next right here on this Locked on Buckeyes postcast after a win on the basketball court. This episode of Locked on Buckeyes is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Those of you know... I will try to use the stats to break down what we witnessed during the game, but the stats don't give a the biggest picture and the best snapshot and the best overall summary of what we witnessed, not just during a football game, but also during a basketball game. By the numbers, the Buckeyes were statistically dominant in this game. Charleston Southern struggled to put the ball in the basket. Only shot 34% from the field, shot 23% from three, only hit five of their 22 Shots from beyond, from in three-point land. 70% from the charity stripe. That's below the Buckeyes, who were 89% from there. The Buckeyes hit 16 of 18 of their free throws. The turnovers are a little concerning. That's not one thing I liked. Buckeyes had 14. Charleston Southern had nine. But ultimately, the defense. And I could harp on the 34% field goal shooting from Charleston Southern. I could harp on the 20% three-point shooting. But what was it? Let's go a little bit deeper and realize this team, led by Isaac Likely, a transfer from Oklahoma State. There was also a transfer from Sean McNeil, former uh, former uh, guard at West Virginia. Also have transfer Tander Holden, former guard and um, um, player of the year in that conference over at Wright State. You have talented guys. 
You start two veterans from your team. You start two transfers from the Big 12. You start a freshman in Bruce Thornton. You have talent all over the place. But one thing is clear. One thing that I have been questioning and wondering, when, when would it get better, is a defense at Ohio State on the basketball court. Those guys are getting better on that end of the court, and they are showing. They are working and putting in time. Now, you may have heard reports from the scrimmage that Ohio State had, I believe, with Wake Forest, the closed scrimmage, which you're not supposed to get reports from or video from. But, of course, when people have sources, they are able to get feedback from people that were actually watching that scrimmage. Things a little bit rough for Ohio State. They were struggling to uh, have any chemistry. Remember, there's new, most of this team is freshmen and transfers. There are not a lot of guys from last year's team that produced back on the roster. And when you think about that, you would expect that scrimmage, when you were working all summer, you even go down to the Bahamas, play some basketball. But you play that scrimmage against the Wake Forest, you're realizing, hey, we got it. It might take us some time to get things going. Earlier this week, I was checking and following along with the score. What was one thing that was noticeable early in the game? The Buckeyes were, I want to say they were losing at one point in the game earlier this week, not really getting things consistent. But what happened? The Buckeyes blew out a Robert Morris team that was clearly the lesser opponent. And tonight we saw the defense really be a big part of the of Ohio State and how they were able to jump out to an early lead over Charleston Southern. They were they, Chris Holman mixed it up, three-quarter court uh, traps. Um, there were some zones. Uh, he was catching and getting the, the ball carrier beyond the three-point line. That might be just a sign that Chris Holtman trusts his guys a little bit more than normal during a basketball game. The defense of the Buckeyes was key and was huge. One thing that I think the Buckeyes need to work on, and it will literally be a <clears throat> work in progress, is entry passes. Now, earlier, I mentioned that Zedeke had was doing some pick-and-roll stuff and looked good in that. But the entry passes there, if it wasn't just like your clean look, entry passes were poor. Now, it's that key rolling. You try to throw it over the top. You might say, yes, he can get it. But we all know sometimes you got to put it just right for Zed Key, and he can't always tip it to himself, play volleyball on the court, all his way to the basket, hit it off the glass, two points going the other way. Entry passes need to be worked on. Now, it wasn't just the over-the-top stuff. Sometimes it was one-handed side passes as well, a little skip pass there. Those things need to be worked on. But entry passes are going to be big. I like Sean McNeil. I like Tanner Holden, a couple transfers. Bryce Sensible, 14 points in 18 minutes, did a little bit of everything. He had a nice little basket on the right block, uh, felt his defender, Realized he bumped him a little bit. Said, oh, I can feel you. After the bump, he spun. Little baby spin, half spin. Put that ball right in the basket. I'm like, okay, young man. You got some basketball to you. You got some skills for an 18-year-old freshman playing your first basketball at the collegiate level. I like it. I love it. And I am really excited to see this basketball team over the next few weeks and months as they progress, get better. I wonder. I truly wonder, will Bruce Thornton consistently start or will Tanner Holden at one point be a starter or will Bryce Sensible eventually be a starter? Also, I got to see Felix Ocapera. Uh, um, um, you got to see a lot of guys that are talented on this squad. But Bruce Thornton starting is good. He did a phenomenal job. really wonder if Tanner Holden, if he gets going, he was getting a lot. He was cutting and getting to the basket. A lot of stuff was not going down. If it eventually does go down, do we find a period when – Tanner Holden joins the Buckeye starting lineup. 
down the road. Buckeyes win 82-56 over Charleston Southern. They move to 2-0 on the season. The Buckeyes are back on the basketball court next Wednesday on the 16th. It is at home, 7 p.m. Eastern. That is against Eastern Illinois. That is also going to be on the Big Ten Network, just like tonight's game was. We're out of here for another postcast. This weekend, I'll actually be at the Ohio State football game, so there will not be a postcast at the conclusion of the Buckeyes game against the Hoosiers of Indiana. Look for that. Just a regular Monday episode. Not going to do a double, no double up this weekend. Traveling out of town. Monday's episode will be the recap and one of the recaps of the game we watch this weekend as the Buckeyes look to get out of their post bye week slump and humiliate the Hoosiers of Indiana. The Buckeyes basketball team, 2-0 on the season, and I really enjoyed the basketball and what I saw from them on Thursday night.